Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a very special edition of the Osho and Ortiz Wrestling Podcast. Right now, I am going to cold call my mortal enemy from the Wrestle Nerds, Goobs. He doesn't know I'm about to call him. I don't know if he's awake. We're going to see how this goes. It's Goobs. It's Goobs. It's Goobs. It's Goobs. It's Goobs. Goobs, 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 Goobs. Ocho Swan Enemy, Goobs. We're going to see if he picks up. He's probably in bed sleeping, so I probably should have let him know about this. Hey, can't come to the phone right now. Just leave me a message, peace. After leaving a message, you can hang up or press pound for more options. I'm assuming you're in bed sleeping right now. I was trying to give you a call. I'm actually recording right now. I was going to record a brand new segment of Unedited with Ocho and Goops. That's, uh, that's the segment, that's the name that I'm giving the segment, but I guess you're asleep or just generally don't want to take my phone calls because you hate me. Probably both, but, uh, yeah, this is, this is being recorded right now. Um, and so I'm just gonna keep talking until time runs out. Maybe. I don't know how long your voicemail goes on for, but it seems like it's gone on for quite a while so far. But, uh, yeah, so eventually I will call you and we will get together and we will do our own segment separate from Cal, separate from Ortiz. And it will be the Ocho and Goob segment. And it will be phenomenal because it's just going to be us, I'm assuming, bickering back and forth to each other um, all the time. Anyways, that's it. Bye, Goobs. Okay, so we couldn't get Goobs. I'm going to try to get Josh. Hold on. Buddy Josh. What's up, buddy Dave? How's it going? Andy says hi. Hi, Ange. He says hi, Ange. Going good. We're uh, eating some Blaze pizza. Oh, so you went uh, you went downtown. You didn't go to the uh, Warden uh, Theater. No, no, because we saw it in the 40X, which is over here. You haven't done that. By the way, everyone listening, uh, Josh went to see Star Wars Rogue One tonight, which is why uh, I tried to do an impromptu podcast with Goobs, but now Josh is here via phone. <laughs> I am not home. So I am actually I am recording this conversation, Josh. Sounds legit. Buddy Dave is recording this conversation for the podcast. Apparently he's doing an impromptu podcast. Um, so... I guess the big news uh, out of today was the suspension of Brock, or, well, the one-year suspension of Brock Lesnar from Mixed Martial Arts, and he had his win against Mark Hunt, changed to a no contest, and was fined $250,000. I know you're a big Brock Lesnar fan, so I kind of want to get your take on this. I mean, honestly, to me, it, it doesn't. It doesn't seem like, okay, the money is going to affect him, but he got a big-ass payday from the UFC for that, so whatever. And the one-year suspension doesn't really affect him, in my opinion, because he's going to be wrestling with WWE for the next for the foreseeable future, and they have always 
gone and stated that this was a one and done thing. You can only do it one time. So to me, the the year suspension doesn't exactly mean anything. I know they had said that this was supposed to be a one and done thing. I have a feeling that they wanted to try and get him back again. I have a feeling like they want to try to get him back like once a year type of thing. Uh, that was just my gut feeling. However, after yeah. after this, I don't see that as something that's going to happen. So, do you think he's completely done with the UFC at, at this point? I mean, it's possible because by the time it's suspension, he's going to be at, uh, what, 30, 40 years old? Probably around 40 years old, over 41. I mean, Couture went into his 40s, did he not? He did. So, I mean, and Brock Lesnar is a fucking, he's a freak. He's a beast, right? I mean, he is called the beast incarnate for a reason. So, I don't know. You see, we got to see what his deal is because I think this is his last year on his contract with WWE as well. So, we'll see what happens with that. Yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to see. Now, I think this actually makes things more interesting for him going into WWE, especially going into the Royal Rumble. You have him, yeah. com- you have him coming off the loss to Goldberg at Survivor Series, where he just got completely annihilated in 96 seconds. Now you have this. So he's sort of just taking L's left, right, and center at this point. So to me, this could make an interesting storyline about him trying to redeem himself and, and, and get back to winning. Maybe maybe have another championship run type of thing. Yeah, that could happen. Um, I don't know. I guess, we'll have, like I said, we'll have to see how things go, see what happens in the Rumble, if he wins or if just him and Goldberg take each other out, right? Yes. Well, do you think that was the big news of the day? I mean, I didn't really see any other news that struck me other than the stuff with Ty Dillinger. What? Have you not heard the the stuff going on with Ty Dillinger? No, I was thinking more about the tournament that was announced today. Oh yes, the U the UK, and I will I yes, I would love to go in depth on that one. But the, no. the only thing, the only thing that really shocked me about the, the the tournament was that they had Nigel McGuinness present and shine now to a WWE deal. Yes, as an announcer. Well, that I, is that was the big news to me of the week of the, of the day. Well, I had been Nigel McGuinness was there. I had been reading rumors for the last couple of days saying that he was expected to sign with WWE, but they didn't really know in what capacity. Uh, turns out he is going to be announcing. The UK, what are they calling the UK Championship Classic? Is that the official title of it? Um, I didn't hear. I just know it's a tournament with kind of a new title, which, by the way, looks a lot better than the Universal Championship. But it's it's he he's going to be one half of the announced team, the other half being Michael Cole. Nothing against Michael Cole. I just. I'm a huge fan of Corey Graves on commentary. I think this would have been awesome. Uh, I, I would have loved to have had a team of Nigel McGuinness and Corey Graves, but I guess they have Corey on Raw, NXT, and 205 Live, so I guess they're sort of spreading him around a lot at this point, which I guess is why he's not doing the UK. Yeah, that is true. That is true. I, yeah, the, the Michael Cole 
things seems a little out of place to me. I mean, there's tons of guys you probably could have gone to. Fuck, you could have went to Jack Gallagher if you really needed it, right? You could, you could have even gone Regal, because he, he used to do yes. commentary on NXT. Exactly, yeah. You get, oh, that would have been perfect. Regal and Nigel McGuinness would have been amazing to get on commentary. I mean, it's WWE, so things could still change before it all takes place, and they might add Regal to the announced team, but I would love to have Regal on that announced team. Yeah, that'd be, that definitely be really, really good. But yeah, no, it was, it, reports came out today that apparently people backstage at WWE are hesitant to bring Ty Dillinger up to the main roster at this point because of all the 10 chants that we started here in Toronto during NXT TakeOver Toronto. Basically, really? Yeah. Basically, they're they're worried about the long-term effect of, of that catching on and, and the crowd chanting 10, 10, 10 um, whenever the ref does a 10 count during his matches. And it wasn't specifically stated during the uh, during the um, in the article, so I don't know if this has a role to do with it or not. But my speculation is, I can see where they're coming from if their concern is the fans doing that during the ten counts, which causes the refs to kind of mentally fuck up and 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 ruin the ten count um, while they're doing it. That that wasn't a reason that was specified in the article. But that's just my speculation on it. But it seems stupid not to bring up a guy just because he's getting over with the crowd. Like, we we have yes chants for, for Daniel Bryan. We had the what chants for, for Stone Cold Steve Austin. So it seems... What chants are still going on? Exactly. So it, seem, it seems stupid to me, outside of that one particular reason of it might fuck up the referees during an actual 10 count, um, outside of that, it seems stupid to me to hold a guy back because he's over with the crowd. That should be the first reason to bring him up and debut him is because he's over with the crowd. That makes your product even hotter. Yeah, I, I agree. I, it just it doesn't make sense to me. But uh, how was Rogue One? Seeing as how you're there, let's let's shoot the shit a little bit. How was Rogue One? Oh man, that was it was uh, it was amazing. I absolutely loved it. Um, it's so so fucking good. I loved it. It makes it ties in perfectly with with um, with with all the episodes because it it is in between. It is between three and four. It's about. I mean, everybody knows what it's about. It's about them going to steal the plans for the Death Star, which eventually leads into Episode 4 of A New Hope. So there's some familiar faces that you do see in this movie. I counted about five or six if you watch them from the previous movies. Uh, I'm not going to tell you who, but uh, it was pretty awesome. I loved it. Definitely go see it because I'm hopefully going to go see it again. <laughs> and um, like even even Andy, Andy, went and saw, Andy came with me. She's not the biggest Star Wars fan. She had said at the beginning of the movie, she's like, why am I here? Somebody who loves Star Wars probably could have been here watching it. But uh, I found her during the movie. This, this is this is to the credit of the movie, is that she doesn't like Star Wars, but yet she found herself in tears at points in the movie and like feeling very emotional about the movie. And she doesn't even like Star Wars. That's how great of a movie this actually was. Excellent. So that is a ringing endorsement from Joshua the Mexican Ortiz to go to go see the movie. 
Josh, I know you want to probably get something to eat and head home, so I will let you go. Thank you for joining me on this impromptu episode of the Ocho and Ortiz Wrestling Podcast. Yeah, thanks, Dave. I'll see you tomorrow for Super Kick at 1087 Queen Street West, the Great Hall. Everybody better come down and see an amazing show. All the way up. Say hi to us. Don't say hi to the wrestling nerds. All right. <laughs> All right. Bye, Josh. Bye, man.